Welcome back to another episode of the Ring Em Up Podcast. Man, oh man, has the playoffs been something to watch, huh, Carlos? How are we? Uh, they've been something to watch, and they've been surprising. A lot of big uh, upsets, I would say, and a lot of just things that you know none of us really projected. First of all, I'm going to say uh, my apologies to the Diamondbacks. Um, yeah, what the fuck? I don't know where what is this, that. I don't know where this came from, okay? But uh, hey, keep doing you. You know what I mean? The keep, disrespect. The, I mean, we we literally sat here and talked about how you guys don't have the power, the the how lineup, you don't have a to, chance to kind of compete, to kind of have a chance, and uh, fuck, you proved that wrong. Yeah. Uh, uh, just to recap that, um, we did make predictions on the wild card series last week between uh, Mihami and Jose, who is not here today, but that's okay. And we all had the Brewers in two games to advance there. And were we 100% wrong there? Because Arizona came in and they took that like nothing. I mean, they came in and they hit two bombs off of uh, Corbin Burns. And that game one, yeah. They- game one came in and said, here's a bomb, boom, here's another one. Corbin Carroll right now looks unreal. Corbin Carroll looks like a vet out there. It's insane. He's, this guy's a rookie. It looks like he's been here for like 15 years. He's over there look like... I heard the comparison of it's kind of like a Mookie Betts. And I was like, to be... For people to be saying that this is like Mookie Betts in the postseason right now, I'm like, this is... Like, in his rookie year. Yeah, in his rookie year, I'm like, this kid's obviously got whatever it is because he's come in and he doesn't care. He's like, I don't care that it's a postseason. I'm here to play and I'm. you guys better watch out. Yeah, so, I mean, just starting there, we all were high on, you know, Corbin Carroll and Freddie Peralta for the Brewers thinking that that would get him through, but... Corbin Burns. Or Corbin Burns, sorry. Corbin Burns and, I mean... Arizona just jumped on them. Well, not man. even not even that. I mean, uh, Devin Williams, probably Ooh. the best closer in the league, too, comes in in the eight, I think it was the eighth inning of that game one, and he uh, gives up another two-run bomb, and, too. And that first game, too, uh, they had that starter that. We had no fucking idea who the starter. He had like a six ERA. Yeah, well, they went with like a bullpen game yeah. of sorts, right? And the, yeah. the bullpen ended up going six and a third scoreless in that first game. Yeah, I mean, so, but even that guy that started the game, he only gave up like, I think what, two, two runs two, yeah. over th- the three innings, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, hey, whatever y'all, whatever y'all got, man, y'all keep it up because they came out yesterday against the Dodgers too we'll get into this one a little bit more but they came out yesterday and put up an 11 spot and just stayed keep the, kept it rolling put up six on Kershaw in the first just inning and got him out of there with one out like yeah. holy cow yeah nobody's expected that I mean, I mean that's definitely been the biggest like holy shit like they're for real you yeah. know yeah obviously they can play uh like I said my hats I tip my hat I take that back you guys are you guys obviously got whatever y'all need to keep winning ball games. So. They're hot at the right time. Exactly. You got hot at the right time, and there you go. Um, Philly, uh, sticking over there, Philly swept the Marlins. I mean, that that, yeah. that was expected. Yeah, that one was kind of expected. Uh, going back to the predictions there, um, we all had Philly. I had him in two. You had him in three, and Jose had him in two as well. So, I mean, that was expected. That one's not a shocker. Um, yeah, Philly, I'm riding so high on the Philadelphia Philly looks Phillies. really good. Philly looks really good. Can you imagine a uh, Philly Diamondbacks NLCS? Nobody, nobody. And there's absolutely nobody on this planet. <laughs> yeah, I don't that care has who. That. I don't care who you Not are. One fucking person on this planet yeah. had that matchup for the NL. Yeah, I don't, I don't care who you are. You are not making me believe that you had that as the NLCS matchup at any point no, in this year. At not. any point. Like, I don't care when. At any point. Absolutely not. So, yeah, they throttled Miami. I mean, like I said, that wasn't a big shocker. Yeah, Miami just doesn't have it. No. I mean, they didn't have it, you know, enough to get I think past. if they had that healthy rotation that we saw throughout the year, it makes a little bit of a difference. Sandy, um, Sandy, Sandy going game Gary one. Perez. Well, I mean, you, I mean, look at Sandy going uh, game one, and then you have uh, Luzardo go game two, which Luzardo 
Luzardo did good. Yeah, he, he had a, he had a really good outing. You know what I mean? Uh, let me double check here. Um, and also, uh, Miami. I don't know. There's just it's not a it's not a team that really like wows you. You know what I mean? It's like kind of a scrappy team. Yeah, they have Josh Bell and Jake Berger and guys like that. Um, but yeah, no, it's not it's not anything to really like think they, they were going to take over Philly. No. Yeah, I mean, Luzardo went four four innings, gave up eight hits, three runs, five Ks, which isn't bad, and then their bullpen game one comes in, one one and run with five Ks, right? I mean, the bad part was you had Zach Wheeler. I mean, again, this is what I said with the experience and uh, um, me being so high on Philly. I said I can see Philly going to the World Series again because, I mean, they're pitching Aaron Nola. And Zach Wheeler both went out there and they just shut it down. And from their the bullpen's got is getting you know it mean? done. Craig so, Kimbrell and Alvarado and all those guys are getting it done back there. So yeah, so that's why I'm riding high on them. They came in, they shut down. I mean, you have Ranger Suarez come in and shut down Atlanta game one. Mm, Ranger we'll Suarez. Get, we'll get into that one. I have, <laughs> some, I have some good notes for that one. Over on the AL, uh, the Twins. Oh, hold on. The- quick, just a little quick piece. Uh, Sandy did get Tommy John. Sandy uh, that is true. Um, on the Miami side, so, so he's probably out all next he's year. He's huh? probably out all next year. Um, so yeah, that really hurts their ace, you know. But yeah, just a little nugget there. Yeah. So um, over on the AL, uh, the Twins took it from Toronto. I really called this one a toss up. I didn't think it was going to go in. Uh, I didn't think it was going to get a sweep, but Toronto just looked really bad. Awful. Yeah. And I mean, horrible. I, I just know Toronto. I see them a lot because they are, you know, an in division rival. I see Toronto all the time. They're always overhyped. They're always projected to be the best team and blah blah. Um, going to our predictions from last week, you had Toronto in two. Jose had Toronto in three. I had Minnesota in three. Um, I wasn't shocked. I really wasn't. And that's not me just, you know, patting myself on the back. Sunny Gray, Pablo Lopez did what they needed to. I, I had the twins as well, but then Jose started talking about, oh, this person's hurt and this person's hurt. I was like, well, damn, if those guys are hurt, then I don't they know. They were. And he, I mean, he but was they absolutely came right. Back, you know what I mean? And so I was he like, was absolutely right. Um, Royce Lewis was the hero of that game one. He took Gosman deep twice. Um, Carlos Correa showing why he's a gold glover. He saved that run. At home, remember oh, when yeah, it got yeah, by yeah. the third baseman and the that, little like uh, it was like swinging little, butt yeah. that and Bo Bichette rounded third hard. Correa backed up that play. No, well, he didn't. He didn't round it hard. Is the problem? The problem was that he wasn't going full force because he kind of pulled up a little bit at third. I think it's because he saw and, the yeah, ball got by, and then by. he saw that it was a, that it got by him, and it was a slow one, and no one was really around. So that's why he went off. But Correa, I mean, Correa came from almost second base and. Got the ball and threw him out. Yeah, that was a hell of a play there. Yeah, the distance he had to cover to make that play was ridiculous, and, and it shows how good his arm is. I mean, as much as I hate Carlos Correa, he is a really good fucking ball yeah, player. Yeah, he, he is. Um, so, yeah, Royce Lewis, two run bom- two bombs in that game. Uh, Mike, the defense is what kind of got me. Their defense saved them a lot um, in that series. And also, in that same series, um, Jose Barrios, man, game two. Bro, that was a mistake. Uh, uh, what's his name over there? The coach, whoever the coach is for Toronto. Oh, the Alec Manoa um, lookalike. You shit your pants. I mean, I mean, it's plain and simple. You sh- you shit your pants uh, in it's the just, fourth it's inning. It's not having feel. It's yeah, not having you shit your pants the in the fourth inning, and uh, um, that that cost you the series. You had a chance. I mean, you had a chance at winning that ball games. Barrios looked looked really good. Um, he went out there. Let me see if I have it here. Jose Barrios, that game, so 
He spent six seasons with the Twins, right? So he's playing his former team. He got, you know, called up with them and stuff. Emotions. Emo- Energy. Yeah. Want, want, he wanted right? there's, that. There's want there. And yeah, he got his money. He got a bag, you know, with Toronto and, you know, well-deserved. But he got pulled after 47 pitches in, what was it, the third inning? Fourth? After one walk. After a walk, one, he got pulled. He had, that was literally his first walk. I believe there was an out already in the inning. Yeah. Um... So you already got the first out of the inning. He walks one guy at 47 pitches, and I believe he had, what, like five strikeouts? Yeah, five strikeouts at the time, and it, and and all of a sudden you're pulling him. I mean, he looked good. He was locating the off-speed. Barrios' problem, he, he can be a really good pitcher. His problem is when he can't locate a fastball and everything's everywhere, right? Because he's got so much movement. Um, he's got, he, I mean, his fastball breaks. It's, I, it looks like two feet almost. Right, so you have that problem, and then his breaking stuff is real sharp, real late breaking stuff too. So if he can't locate it, that's when he struggles. But you said it last time too. It's like you're gonna see that early. I said, yeah, you're gonna see it early, and early he was located into the fourth inning when Barrios is located, and Barrios is on. You have to ride that guy because his stuff is nasty, and that's where Snicker messed up. Is he was nasty, and he took him out. Why? For no reason. Why? You have a chance at winning that ball game. Like, yeah. Like let him let him work. Like, just because it's the playoff doesn't mean you get scared. Like, let them work. Yeah, I definitely think that was an internal move. It's something that they were thinking about all day, you know, when to go to Kikuchi. But Barrios had thrown – he didn't get an out. So, it was three innings. He had allowed three hits, one walk, and had stricken out five. His stuff was nasty. But that tells you I, I told you. I told you early on, I'm like, Barrios is one of those pitchers. He's either on or he's off, and yeah. you see it early. You see it right off the bat if he has it or not. And he did. And Minnesota had was not even close to touching him. Yeah, he gave up the leadoff walk, but I mean, what? Why? What? You go to Kikuchi, who I I get it. I mean, I said as soon as he was coming, in, I said, Here's "Yeah, we were up. texting, and yeah. we're like, yeah, there's no reason that you bring him in right there." Um, and it was a zero-zero ball game, so taking him out eventually led the two runs being scored. One of them was Barrios, and the other one was uh, Kikuchi's. But regardless, there's that's just not having feel for the game. That's going. That's what I hate about analytics. Don't get me wrong. I do think there's pros in and cons to spots, it. Yeah, in some spots. Yeah, there's pros yeah, and cons clearly. to it. But that was a situation where you got to have some feel. I understand if pre-game you were like, all right, so after Barrios, we're going Kikuchi. We got to win this game. I get that. But you got to have a little bit of feel for the game. I mean, exactly. I mean, that's, if that's, he's that's, out there dominating, that's why a, are you yeah. taking him out? Agreed. That's 100% agree. That's a great game plan. Like, if you know who's coming in next and then you know what's happening where, I love it, right? Certain batter comes up in certain situations. This is who I want to go to when it's needed. This is who, you know what I mean? 100%. Right. But to pull that move when it's not needed to be pulled yet, like, dude, you got it. Like, you, you, I agree. What game are you watching? Like, what are you watching and what made you think this is where I have to pull him? Because to me, I'm like, shit, okay, well, the way his stuff is moving, here's a ground ball double play that he's about to get and you're right back to where you need to be. Yeah. What made you think you needed to pull him? I don't understand. I don't either. And in that same game, um, Vladdy got picked off at second with the 2-2 count. Oh, my God, bro, what are you doing? Runners at second and third, 2-2 count with their best hitter, Bo Bichette, who was hitting the shit out of the ball all series, those two games. And he gets picked off at second. What? Yeah, what are you doing? At like, second. Where are you going? With the runner at third. You weigh 300 pounds. You're not going anywhere. You're not stealing that You're base. not going anywhere. <laughs> where the fuck are you going? I'm telling you, man. And then, Like, I don't care. Stand on the base. Like, if that's what's absolutely needed, right. like, stand on the base. Let him hit. He's literally been your best hitter all year. Like, you, like he's... 
you're in a spot where you need runs. Like, obviously, you haven't done anything. You need these runs, and now you're over here getting overextended for what reason? And I'm not sure what inning that was in, but it was late in the game. It was, uh, fuck, I want to say like the seventh, sixth inning. I don't recall. Um, but I just know that it was later in the game. They were already down to two runs, and he gets picked off at second with their best hitter on the on you know up the bat. So I don't know. It's and just, another key when I was watching this, I'm like, Sonny Gray's getting tired. Well, yeah, he was, Sonny, yeah, Sonny Gray's he's old. Get, Sonny Gray's getting tired right here, and I was like, and you can see it. I was like, you have Sonny Gray in a weak spot where he's trying to finish this inning right now, and your best hitter is up. You can see he's getting tired. So just oh my god, and dude, I that also think, me off so I think bad, the fact dude. that Carlos Correa, who again we talked about how good he is, he's a Gold Glover, he's yep. a really good fucking shortstop, but having a guy like Sonny Gray who has the experience, who has the confidence to do a play like that, because think about it, if he spikes that, if he throws that in the dirt, if that overthrown, that's one run for sure. Yeah, it's now two one ball, and you game. still got to face Bo, and you still got to face him. Yeah, and he had him two two. The count was two two with two outs, and I don't know what Vladdy thought. You know, I. I don't know. I have no idea. But I think the fact that it was Correa and Sonny Gray, two very experienced guys, two guys who know the game, who, you know, have the confidence in themselves, I, that, I think that's really – I don't. Well, if it was a different pitcher, I don't think it would have happened. I don't, I, know if, I don't know if this is true or not, but there was a lot of stuff circulating that this – that they had, like, talked about it in the, in the dugout, like, innings before it actually happened. Um, I just saw some stuff. Like, again, I don't know if it's real or not, but there was reports that Correa had talked to Sonny Gray about, you know, hey, hey, Look just – he was he was like, hey, just pay attention. He was like, it's loud. They can't hear. He was like, there's a lot of stuff going on right now that if they do – we find a spot, he was like, we might be able to get one of these guys here. Right. And uh, a lot of people – a lot of people are saying. I saw another video. He said he said Sonny Gray called it when he because uh, right before he made that pick, um, he like went to his hat and like adjusted his hat, like kind of like gave he, the sign. It looked like he caught like Correa's attention oh. at short. Kind of turned. He he looked. He caught his attention. Looked down and like grabbed his hat as he's looking down and just right. kind of like adjusted it. That's and a lot of people are saying he was like that could have very easily have been the signal. Like let's right. do it right here. That's just being yeah. you know that's just a veteran guy. I I almost want to say Sonny Gray is kind of like a. Like the step below Adam Wainwright in a sense where like well, he's a little older. Yeah. He kind of just kind of throws his junk, hits spots. He's not going to overpower you, but he knows how to give you quality starts. Well, there's a lot of stuff that got circulated after seeing him that uh, the Cardinals are actually real in on him with this being another uh, free agent year for him as well. Supposedly there's a lot of news roaming around that the Cardinals are real interested in going and getting Sonny Gray next year. I mean, so. he's not like I said, he's a pretty good pitcher still. Um, You said I mean, something that... You know, you know, reminded me. You said the crowd was very loud. Um, home field advantage. Home field advantage. Huge. Minnesota showed out. Huge. Man. Minnesota showed, and yeah. those were day games. Those were fucking three o'clock ball games. It's not like Tampa Bay. Where, and, oh yeah, my god, I fucking Tampa dude. Bay. What an embarrassment of a franchise. And, I, and I'm sick of. I don't give a fuck if they win 45 games in a row throughout the season. Tampa Bay. I'm off that train. Shit, yeah, I'm I, off that train. Never. I will never believe in the hype in Tampa Bay again. And the fact that they're getting a field in Tampa Bay still after what we just saw. So the issue, the issue is not the issue is the fact that it's not in Tampa Bay, it's in St. Pete. And St. Pete, which right, is, which is a little island yeah. kind of thing where a lot of people apparently you have to cross. You can get to it by land, but a lot of people um, they say it's a pain in the ass to get to. Yeah, they say it's a pain because you got to cross a bridge to get over to get to it for a lot of people. Yeah, so that's why you don't get a lot of fans. They they got what nineteen thousand fans yeah for their for game one of of their playoffs yeah so just 
Like, Let me throw this in there. Uh, the combined attendance for both of the games uh, between the Rays and Rangers was 39,000. Okay. Combined. Oh both games. God. Two games. A singular Yankee game this season against the Royals was 46,000. That's embarrassing. Um, we're talking playoff game here. The Kansas City Royals, who lost 106 games this year, had more fans in their final home game. They had 20,000 people in their final home game this season. Tampa Bay, their first playoff game this year, 19,000. That's embarrassing. And to think that you're going to put even more money into a place where you're not getting any fans, like, that's embarrassing. Yeah. Why are you there? Like, why don't, why don't you move at least out to actual Tampa? Like, go out to Tampa. Because obviously, I mean, football games are packed. You know what I mean? Yeah, they show up for Buck games. They show up for the Buck games. I'm sure they'd show up for them, too, if it wasn't such a pain to get to your stadium. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, Texas uh, came in and swept that series, too. Yep. Um, boy, were we wrong about? Well, I was, anyways. I I'm definitely pretty thought sure Jose um, was too. Um, yeah, I'll give you here the predictions for that series. Let's see, what do we? Oh, for that series, um, I had Tampa in three. You had Texas in three, and Jose also had a Tampa in three. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was bad. Tampa Bay. I want you know. I talk a lot of shit on the Yankees looking like the bad news bears. Tampa Bay looked fucking like a little league team. That was embarrassing. Yeah, they did not look good either. They look fucking embarrassing. Yeah, I mean, Texas honestly looks really good. You got to give your props to them. Yeah, I mean, no, absolutely. I Hats mean, off to Texas. Jordan Montgomery fucking diced uh, game one. He threw seven innings, struck out five. And shoved. Yeah, he shoved, absolutely. And then, and then Nasty Nate came in, and, you know, he got the name for a reason. And this is where he earned his money. Yeah. Was with, in the playoffs when he was with uh, Boston, and he, I still remember that game where they went into 18 innings, and he threw, I think, seven of those extra innings. This is where he makes his fucking monies in the playoffs. And, yeah, he's been down all year and been hurt and whatever. But when you need Nasty Nate to perform, he's going to fucking perform. Yeah. And he did. And he showed it, too, because they were there. I mean, their hitting was there, too. Um, Garcia and Carter game one went off with some Evan homers. Evan Carter. Oh, yeah. my Evan God. Evan Carter going off, dude. Dude's 21 years old. Uh, just, man, kids ready to play, you know 21 I mean? years old. Kids, and kids younger and younger are more ready to play than ever, man. I mean, they're they're here to show that they can stand with anyone. You know what I mean? I believe and, he has seven at-bats in the playoffs so far, has four hits, and has walked his other two, has walked twice and gotten out once. Evan Carter is unreal right now, and you've never heard of Evan Carter. Nobody's ever heard of Evan Carter unless you're a Texas fan. That's true. He's batting 600 in the playoffs right now. Unreal. Corey Seager and Marcus Simeons both had RBIs, and Josh Jung was three for four game one. I mean, it, this this offense, to go along with the pitching we're seeing, um, I mean, they're clicking right now. They're clicking. They're offense clicking. is clicking. Um, starting rotation is good, but that bullpen worries me so struggles. much, yeah, man. That's where you're scared. That's in. where I'm scared for this. And don't, like I said, I understand how good your offense is. They're going to put up runs, but – that bullpen worries me big time, man. I don't know. I mean, it's going to be one of those things. Can they score more runs than they give up? Because I really don't trust that bullpen at all. And, I mean, yesterday, you know, game one against the Orioles, their bullpen did the job. But Can ah, it hold it's up? shaky, man. It's Can very it hold shaky. Up? Yeah. Uh, that bullpen, uh, that, that's what's going to be the uh, Rangers' um, – Achilles heel here. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if that bullpen can uh, stay in it and hold it, I mean – 
you got Raldis Chapman that everybody knows is notorious for blowing oh, uh, big games. Oh, yesterday he was so close. <laughs> he, was, he was so close yesterday <laughs> to blowing it. I mean, everybody knows he's notorious for that. You know what I mean? As much and, and Will Smith, honestly, I mean, he's he's had some good outings where he goes on a stretch for, you know, a, a good couple reliefs, and then he also finds his stretches where he's getting hit around and can't figure out what to do up there. Yeah, they're uh, closer. Um, oh, what's his name? Uh, Luce Larrick or I don't know some some Dominican kid I don't know. Point of story is, he came in yesterday and looked good. He was the only guy that out of the bullpen that actually looked pretty good. Um, everyone else though shaky, very shaky, and that's what worries me about this team. Well, that's kind of where it goes, you know. What I mean, again, at the end of the day, it's whoever's got the best pitching, the pitching that holds up the most, because you got to keep throwing guys out there and you got to make sure that these guys are ready to, you know, put anyone on stop as soon as needed. Right. So. If if they're gonna go far, that bullpen's gonna have to stay intact and gonna have to do a really good job because starting pitching's there. Yeah. Um, because even uh, who was it? Henley came out yesterday. Uh, Andrew Haney. 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 Um, he came out yesterday, right? And he looked pretty good too. Yeah. You know that, what I mean? That's why this this five game series in my head, like I can see them getting through it. But when it comes to seven games and your bullpen's got to throw back to back days, they're gonna get taxed. Uh, that's where it's gonna show. Yeah. That's why I think this five game series. Yeah, I think they might get past Baltimore, but. It's five games in a seven-game series that they, if they want to win it all, they got to do it twice. Yeah, that's gonna be tough. That is very true. But yeah, so that I mean, all wild cards, all wild card games got swept. Um, again, my biggest surprise was Arizona. Yep. Uh, you know what I mean? They're still doing their thing and they're still rocking and rolling out there. So uh, obviously, cool to see that happen at the same time, right? It just goes to show you how sad the NL Central is. But hey. Um, what series in this NLDS or N or ALDS are you more excited, most excited for? Oh, well, there's only there's only one right answer here, and it's Philadelphia and Atlanta, baby. Uh, the fighting fields, baby. The fighting fields are hot, bro. They, they look hot. so good. And uh, and, I mean, yeah, we're a game into this series, but I I said it from the beginning. I said if Philadelphia could take game two, I said game two because I thought Spencer Strider was going to come out and deal. And I mean, for the most part, he did. He, he did just a pretty, gave up that freaking he, jack to Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper hit a fucking missile, a cruise missile, right out of the... Oh, dude, that thing was gone in like two seconds. That ball was smoked. Yeah, unreal. Um, I thought if Philly can take one in Atlanta and then go back to the bank, it's over. It's over for Atlanta. You talked about home field advantage, I and nobody you, has it more than Philly. Nobody. We nobody saw it has that, it more than Philly. Philadelphia shows out. It's unbelievable. They're... They're at, I really want to go to Philadelphia for I'm not a Philly fan. Not zero relations to being a Philly fan of any sport. And I want to go to the bank really bad in October just because that atmosphere looks insane. I really do think it's unmatched. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. I mean, you look at all the teams here. The Dodgers have a real good fan base as well. Yeah. Don't give them wrong, but I still think they're they're way below what what the Philly fan break fan base brings yeah. on a regular basis. I agree. And I mean, it, you can see it in all of their sports, not just one or two of them. It's it's Philly fans in general. I mean, they might be assholes, and they might, you know what I mean. They might boo people, and they might do whatever they, might get they do. A bad rep. They're also going to support the people, like you saw with Trey Turner. And uh, when it comes to home field advantage, they're there, they're loud, and they're ready to fucking go. Yes. man. Spencer Strider, uh, seven innings last night, five hits, one earned run, eight strikeouts. So he threw the he threw well. He threw really well. You just give up a couple. But uh, when you get Shut out for the first time all year at home by Ranger Suarez. Baby. Ranger Suarez, baby, <laughs> three and two thirds. That's that, that. I saw that stat this morning that Atlanta had not been shut out in their own field all year, and they did yesterday. Not good. 
Yeah. Not good when your ace goes out there and I mean again he didn't get shelled. It's not like holy fuck they fucked him up. No, he. I mean, Philly got those three runs they need and their bullpen, their Ranger Suarez. I mean all these, their pitching right now is clicking. Their offense is doing enough. I mean their defense. We saw Trey Turner turn that huge double he, play. Yeah, huge, huge double, double play. play. Diving to the glove side, um, diving glove side, turn a kind of a backhanded throw over to second base from his knees of sorts. I mean, these guys are ready to play, man. All these guys want it. and It sucks that this is only a five-game series. I really would have liked to, you know. This, this is game. why I think the reseeding needs to happen in the postseason because I think the Braves should be playing the Diamondbacks right now and the Phillies and the Dodgers should be juking it out uh, because then we'd get we'd probably get this in the NLCS and a game seven and a seven-game series. Bro. Yeah, that'd be insane. Bro, whose so, bullpen's really going to hold up and who's really going to step up for seven games? Yeah, so that, I mean, I said it from the beginning. This is what happens. I mean, last year, don't get me wrong, the Astros were the best team in baseball. Everybody knew it. They ended up winning it all. Sure, it does happen. But Atlanta this year, I mean, they were hyped up all year. They hadn't played competitive baseball in probably the last, what, month, two probably months? Two and a half months. They didn't almost. have to worry about losing the division. They didn't have to worry about – I mean, I'm not saying they coasted. I'm not saying they kind of were just half-assing. But it was a whole lot easier to, to not, not have put to worry so much about stress pressure. on it. Yeah, and then they had that week off, you know, while Philly's playing Miami. And then they come out and get shut out by Ranger Suarez. Yep. Now they have to face Zach Wheeler tomorrow, you know, and – how this offense is playing right now. The offense isn't firing right now for Atlanta, and that's the scary part. Like I said, seeing that's what carried them. Exactly. Seeing how Wheeler and seeing how Nola pitched one and two for the uh, wild card series, I'm I'm a little scared right now if I'm an Atlanta fan, honestly. Because they had what? I think it's like six of their um six of their nine guys in their lineup had like thirty home runs. Yeah. And to get shut out yesterday by Ranger Suarez, and that's no knock on him, but that's a guy you got to beat. Yeah, that's a guy. You don't want to go face Nola and Wheeler. And I mean, if I'm the if I'm the Braves, I'm happy that you had to go play two <coughs> games and had to use Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola because now I get your number three and a Ranger Suarez. Again, we're not trying to knock him. We're not trying to do anything. But this is the guy you got to go out and win, especially in a five-game series because if I can take this guy, now all I got to do is take either one from Wheeler or one with Aaron Nola, one of those guys, and now I'm right where I want to be. Right. You know what I mean? But now you got to go win both against Aaron Nola and Zach Wheeler. Now that puts you in a tough situation because if these guys continue to do what they do, which I think is going to continue because it happened last postseason as well. Last postseason they came in and they shoved. These first two games, they came in and they shoved. These guys are ready. These guys know what the stakes are. These guys know where they're at, and I think they want it more than ever. So I believe that uh, I believe the Phillies are still going to win this. I think so too. Uh, Matt Olson, fifty-four bombs. Ronald Acuna, forty-one. Ozuna, forty. Albies, thirty-three. Riley, thirty-seven. Sean Murphy, twenty-one. Rosario, twenty-one. Michael Harris, eighteen. Orlando Arcia, seventeen. And they get shut out they by have, Ranger Suarez. They had five hits yesterday, none timely. No I'm, no timely hitting. I'm trying to pull up the box score, and I can't see what everybody did yesterday. for Kyle Schwarber, one for five. Trey no, Turner. Read, me, read me Atlanta's lineup. Acuna, 0 oh for three with the strikeout. Cool, Aust- the MVP. MVP, yep. Austin Riley, one for four with two strikeouts. Uh, Matt Olson, one for four. Albies, one for three. Ozuna, 0 oh for. Harris, 0 oh for. Arcia, one for four. Murphy, 0 oh for. And Pilar, 0 oh for. Perfect. Eddie Rosario came in to pinch hit, uh, got two at-bats, had went one for two. Perfect. Yeah. Again, getting shut out by Ranger Suarez. Now you got to go face Wheeler, um, their ace, who looked really good in that game one against Miami. Mm-hmm. And then you 
and then they get that little break. Got to go to the bank, face Nola. Oof. Yeah, that's Good luck. Be tough. Good luck. That's going to be tough. I Nola. said it in the beginning, Atlanta has a lot of pressure on them. I don't see it. Yeah. I don't either. And it's uh, I think it's starting to show real early. So predictions here. What do you think? Um, I still think uh, Philly wins it. I mean, I have Philly the whole way, going the whole way, and I think... I think they get it in four. I think so. That's literally what I was thinking. Philly in four. Yeah. I really do. I think, I think Atlanta it. will wake up eventually. But yeah. I think it's going to be. I late. think they might get this next one at home, but then I think they go, like if you they said. Lose, if they lose tomorrow, it's over. If they lose tomorrow, for sure, it's, it's 100% done. over because then you got to go and play two in Philly, and there's no way you're walking away with two. No. Absolutely I don't, not. Yeah. I don't see it. Don't believe it happening. I think if you're. I think they do win tomorrow. I think that's the one they get. But that's then a I must think, win. Yeah. I think, they lose, win. I think they lose the two back at home. If that's what happens, I really do think that's a must-win. So yeah, but I mean, it's 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 crazy to see. Well, just seeing how it would line up. So that was so Strider through yesterday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Game three would be in the bank, or that, yeah. Game three would be in Philadelphia. Yeah, that would be. They'd play three and four, and I believe they play three and four in Philly, and then if they have to, they'd play game five back in Atlanta. I could be wrong if on how Spencer the game Strider is has to pitch in in Philly. I mean, I don't see it. Yeah. He's one of the he's the guy that's rooting for uh, no fans. Have you heard that? Have you heard that interview? Yeah, I saw that. Where he's like, yeah, I would prefer if there's no fans. Some like guy, the first lower bowl. some guy asked him like, what's the hot or your hot take or something like that. He was yeah. like, get rid of the fans. He was like, we don't need them. I was like, bro, what? <laughs> you play baseball, dude. Go play, what? <laughs> go play fucking bowling or something, yeah, man. Like, what like, the fuck you mean? You don't need the fans, like. And especially in Philly, ouch. First of all, that's probably half of your paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> like, how do you think you get paid, bro? <laughs> so again, not looking good for Atlanta. I'd yeah, be, I'd be scared if I was a Braves fan. Um, yeah. So game. So the game tomorrow is in Atlanta. Uh, game three. Would be Wednesday in Philly, and then Game Four. Th- yeah, Game Three would be Wednesday in Philly. Game yeah. Four will be Thursday. Thursday in Philly. And so Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. When yeah, so Game Four, assuming they play that game, that would be Spencer Strider's day. Yep. Oof, I don't like that. Don't like that at all. Yeah, Game Four would if go. You're, back if to you're if you're relying on Spencer Strider to take you home back to Atlanta for Game Five. Not a good bet. I mean, it's definitely your best shot, though. I mean, oh, well, you can't it take, is. you can't knock. I mean, you can't knock Spencer Strider for, um, you know, losing that game the other day. I mean, he gave up the bomb to to Harper. He gave up a couple hits, but he's still your best chance. And no, I mean, for sure. that's who I got. That's who you got to go with at the end of the day. You and know I mean? it's but, also worth noting, last year he got rocked in Philly. Yeah, rocked in Philly. So I mean, maybe there's a little bit of redemption there. Yeah. So that's gonna be a uh, that's that's definitely gonna be fun to keep up with. Obviously. I'm still a uh, fuck, dude. The unsung hero that nobody's talking about uh, for that Philly team is going to be Bryson Stott, dude. Oh, also Bryson okay, Stott, and we got to we got to relax with his walk up. Uh, why is it that everybody else's walk up song is on like a six volume and his is at like a fifteen? <laughs> have you have you not <laughs> pay attention to that when they play in Philly? Pay attention to when he comes up to bat. His walk up song is at like a forty five volume and everybody else is at like a ten. <laughs> I'm not even shitting you. It's it's so much louder than everybody else's walk up song. No, oh, jeez. I, yeah, I think this this dude. Uh, he's uh he was three for two yesterday. Uh, he three for two, huh? Or two for three? You know, my bad. Two for three yesterday. He also uh, in the division series. I mean, he showed out. He was there. He was. He's not gonna do a whole lot of huge stuff, but he's gonna come up with big hits and big times. So that's gonna be the guy to watch, in my opinion. There, Alec Baum also uh, had a. They just have dudes. Yeah, they have dude. a lot of dudes over there. I mean, don't get me wrong; they have their big names. 
that's a scary that's a scary lineup all the way through and through. So, but yeah, so that one's gonna be super good uh, to continue watching there. Let me get back to the bracket um, over there with the Dodgers and Arizona. I mean, Oof. we said it earlier, Arizona's playing unreal baseball Oof. right now. Unreal baseball. So right I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't watch any of this game, um, but uh, I don't think I needed to. I feel like the game was over uh, after the. Uh, I don't know the first the first three times that Arizona went through the lineup in the first inning. Yeah, I mean when you give up when you go put up a six spot on Clayton Kershaw in the first inning, I mean, six hard hits, six hard hit balls, six runs. Um, we're talking about a Hall of Fame pitcher here, no doubt. First ballot, he's going to be a Hall of Fame pitcher, probably the greatest pitcher of our generation. Yeah, um, and there, I mean, you can argue Verlander, sure, whatever, but. I have a hard, I have a hot take here. Um, He's not a postseason pitcher. Well, no, that's well, 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 well. That's very well known. But is he going to be remembered for this? For the guy who can't figure it out in the postseason? Yes, one hundred percent. One hundred shitty. One hundred percent. He's going to be a Hall of Famer, like you said, no doubt. But you're always going to be that guy. You're always going to be that pitcher. This take this takes away from who he was, or well, not. I guess it doesn't take away, but like. He's going to get remembered as this guy who gets absolutely rocked every pro season. Every year. Every postseason. Every year. Um, he has a 2.48 ERA in the regular season. And then like a two. 5. He has a 5.4 in the postseason. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's uh, it's shitty that that's going to be the mark on your career. Uh, I mean, you do have your ring. Don't get me wrong. Mickey in that Mouse. Mickey Mouse year, as Jose calls it, right? You know what I mean? And uh, so, I, I mean, congratulations. You got it. But you couldn't do it through a full 162-game season. And that's where I'm gonna always struggle with it. Is you you just weren't that dude. You just weren't that guy, man. And I mean, it really sucks because, like we said, this is a no doubt a Hall of Famer. Yep. But he can't figure it out in the playoffs, and it's fucking shitty. To I see. mean, the only thing to me is the pre- you can't handle the pressure. I'm, so, I'm sorry. The lights are just too bright yeah, for you. I'm sorry, but you can't handle the pressure. There's guys who are made for the postseason, like a Madison Bumgarner, and then there's guys that, who just can't figure it out. And unfortunately, and that's not even just because of what happened yesterday, but this is every year. It's with every Kershaw. year. I mean, I, I, there's a meme going around that it you, that it's not October until you see one of these, and it's Clayton Kershaw just crouching. sitting on a sitting on a bench with his head down or just crouching after giving up a bomb in the postseason. Yep. And yesterday he uh, he went one third, six hits, six runs, gave up a bomb. Um, some people were saying playoff mode activated for Clayton Kershaw. That's just. That's just what you. Ex- that's, that's just, just what, what he, he is. Yeah, that's just what you get from him. Apparently, you know what I mean. I get it. He's he's there all year and he, every year. But I mean, Dave Roberts. I mean, how long do you sit back and, uh, you know what I mean? I get it. It's his last year, more than likely. Uh, he's done after this year. But you see it time in and time out, and it happens all the time. So and, I mean, and so no matter what, I mean, no as good as their Dodgers offense is, you're not coming back from six in the first inning. No, nah, that's yeah. that's game over. That's really game over. The game was over in the first inning. Yeah. Um, six runs is just way too fucking much for. Gave up that bomb. It's really. It's more just of. I don't know. It's just more. It's just saying more for Arizona. I think. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, Kershaw. We see that coming. But Arizona is figuring it out. They fucking. They're just getting. You got. A, hits. You got. You got a fucking guy in Tommy Pham that couldn't do what. Couldn't. What did you do? Four for five yesterday? Yeah, he goes four for five yesterday and it's like, dude, you didn't you couldn't figure out what you were doing over there in San Diego and all of a sudden you come over here to Arizona. After you get released they pick you up, say, hey, just come over here, see if maybe this works out. All of a sudden you're going four for five in a NLDS game one. 
I mean, you got Merrill Kelly going six and a third with only three hits, five punchies. I mean, that's going to help. Now they got to go and face. Oh, well, actually, no, I was thinking Gallon goes tomorrow, but he doesn't. Gallon would go, I believe, game three. Um, so who, not, you, who you go? Who you got tomorrow? Uh, uh, what's that young guy's name for uh, the Dodgers? Yeah, Bobby Miller. Bobby Miller. Oh, yeah. Gallon is the probable pitcher for tomorrow. Huh? So, and I think, I think Dodgers will get get right here. Bobby Miller. Um, not to say he's better than Kershaw, but he has more. He's got he, the stuff now. He's got. He's, he's the new. He's guy electric. Yeah. Bobby Miller's an electric pitcher. I do uh, believe he'll have a much. I mean, if you're betting money, who's gonna have a better outing? Bobby Miller or Kershaw, probably Bobby Miller. Bobby, yeah, I mean, Bobby Miller probably would have been my pick for game one, if I'm I think being so 100% too. honest. Um, yeah. His regular season stats, he was 11-4 and four on the year. He got called up, uh, you know, not at the beginning, but midway through the year. 370 ERA, not bad at all. Um, the only thing that worries me is they do have to phase uh, Zach Gallen, and Zach Gallen looked really good after the first inning against in that Brewers game. I mean, I think this one is uh, there's still a chance. Again, I, I – They obviously got something, right? Arizona's obviously got something going. Do I all, do I just say all of a sudden Arizona's no. it and they're going to go? No, I no. still I again, if they can ride this hot streak, they can ride whatever mo- whatever wave they jumped on. Like if this is a big wave and it's going to pull them all the way through, then I'm going to be surprised as fuck, right? Yeah. I still got the Dodgers winning this series. I still think the Dodgers have more um personally, but again, Anything can obviously happen. Yeah, I mean, it's. I think this game two will be very telling. Um, I think, that, like I said, the Dodgers have way too many veteran players on that team to allow them to lose tomorrow. I don't think they lose tomorrow, and if they do, they're in a lot of trouble. They got to go to Arizona now and win two games, yep. which is probably. I mean, again, it's possible, but it's kind of the same thing where Philly's at, or I mean, Atlanta. Uh, you don't want to fall two games back and they have to go. No, to, you especially def- as the one seed. Well, I guess not one seed, but like the higher seeds. Yeah. You go into the visiting uh, stadium down 0-2, it's going to be hard for anybody right. on a five in a five-game series. But, yeah, I still think the Dodgers definitely do have a chance to still win the series. I'm not counting them out 100% no. at all yeah. yet. Um, like we said, anything can happen. For me, the guy to watch really with Arizona is other than Corbin Carroll because Car- Corbin Carroll is obviously doing what he does. But for me, the guy really to watch is going to is gonna be uh, this Gabriel Moreno, dude, their catcher. Oh, yeah. Hit a bomb yesterday, bro. I mean, just sh- – I mean, he crushed that ball. He crushed that ball. Yeah, I mean, like you said, other than Corbin Carroll, who's been phenomenal this postseason so far, he has 12 at-bats. He's batting 500 in his 12 at-bats. Uh, two bombs. I mean, this dude's electric. Corbin Carroll on the field is, is electric, man. And I mean, everybody knew about him. He's probably going to be the NL Cy Young, but NL he's really— rookie of the and, year. I mean, NL rookie of the year. Yeah, my bad. But he's really— uh, Putting it on the big stage here. He's really he's letting out, he's man. really letting people know who he is and what he's about. He can play. So again, I I feel a lot better about the Dodgers rebound or yeah coming back and you know playing how they're supposed to rather than Atlanta over Philly. Like I like yeah. the Dodgers way better over at you know over Atlanta. Arizona yeah. than Atlanta over Philly. One hundred percent. Yeah. So it's also interesting to watch too. I mean this this Arizona team is super super young, and the one veteran that they got over there leading them is Evan Longoria. I mean, who else do you have as a veteran over there? Because Walker's still pretty. He's a. I wouldn't call him necessarily a leader yet. I mean, obviously Corbin Carroll's going to step up and he'll eventually be the leader. But Lourdes Gurriel Jr., a young guy. Moreno, a young guy. Alec Thomas, a young guy. Right. Yeah. Um, Tommy Pham. He's been in the league for a couple of years now, but Tommy Pham has never really been anyone to 
you know, say you're that guy or you're right. that kind of a leader guy, right? So, Cattell Marte, still a younger guy too, you know what I mean? So, interesting to watch, but you do still have, I mean, this Dodger lineup with Betts and Freeman and Max Muncy and um, Will Smith is a is a really good hitting catcher. J.D. Martinez has revived himself over there. Gordon, or um, Jason Hayward uh, as well has also been, you know, super better than what he was, you know what I mean? So, you still have Outman being a rookie too. I mean, this guy can flat out hit as well. So yeah, I'm not let, too worried about the Dodgers. You let them catch a little bit of a. You let them catch a breath a little bit, and they might uh, turn into something you don't want to see. Right. Yeah, so. I'm not too worried about the Dodgers again. It was just, I mean, but you you should be a little worried at the same time because the Diamondbacks are hot. They took down the Brewers. They mm-hmm. took down that you know Freddie Peralta and Corbin Burns. But I mean, you saw what they did to Kershaw. So Bobby Miller has to have a chip on his shoulder tomorrow and has to throw the ball well. Has to throw the ball well. Yeah. He can't come out and give up run. He has to be elite tomorrow. He has to try to give him, you know, four or five innings, yeah, solid I mean, innings. You also got to think how deep did the Dodgers bullpen go into yesterday. Well, I wouldn't think they used a lot of their better arms being that the score was 50 to nothing. You know what right. I mean? But So I think the better part of their bullpen is still pretty ready to go if needed. You know what I mean? But I think an outing from Bobby Miller giving him four or five, maybe even step into a six spot, a six inning, uh, you know, strong outing, you I think to. is uh, – You have to. Yeah. Ooh, do, do, do. You know what I mean? So – but, yeah, um, you know, uh, that's going to be something to continue to continue to watch. So going over to the AL, uh, which one are you more excited about here? Uh, Definitely – more excited about the Orioles and Rangers. Um, I just think just because it's a little... The other series, in my eyes, is a little more lopsided than this one is. I think this one's a little more evenly matched. Um, the Orioles and the Rangers? The Orioles and Rangers, I think, is a little more evenly matched. And it showed yesterday. I mean, what was the score yesterday? It was a... Uh, wow, I just had it pulled up. Now I don't... Orioles and Rangers yesterday, 3-2. 3-2. Rangers right. win it. Uh, Dunning got the win. And Bradish got the loss. So, overall, it was a really good game, like you said. I mean, from the very beginning, um, both starting pitchers came out yesterday, did a really good job. Oh, there it is. Um, Bradish came in four and, a th- four and two-thirds, seven hits, two earned. Nine uh, punchies, though. Nine punchies. And, and like you said, Andrew uh, Heaney, three and two-thirds, two hits, run, run, one earned, one wa- or one strikeout. So, But their bullpen, Dunning, Smith, um, Spores, Chapman. You said Chapman almost uh, got oh, a little shaky was, there. Oh, I texted him. I was just <laughs> yeah. waiting for it. I was just waiting. I knew it was coming. <laughs> he looked fucking all over the place. Couldn't find the zone. My problem with it not happening is that we're already seeing these situations get there with right. Chapman. Like, how many of these are going to happen? And then you just explode and it falls on top of you. I guess the good thing is he's not the closer. So he's. I mean, still, if you're going to count on him as a seven inning or eight inning guy, that's still sketch. Yeah, no, it's not good. You know it's I mean? definitely not good. But I really do think um, Texas's offense might just be too much for this for the Orioles team. I mean, uh, Dolores Garcia comes back, and all of a sudden they're firing on all cylinders again. Josh Jung had had a bomb this game, but I think the real story so far for them is Evan Carter, this fucking twenty one year old rookie who, I mean, he's batting six hundred in the postseason. Yeah, he, he hadn't gotten out until last night's game. He he was on base every at bat in that series against Tampa Bay, whether by hit or by walk, and then. Last night, he showed out, too. He had freaking, um, I want to say he went two for three in last night's outing. Um, it's just, I, I, oh, one for two with two walks. 
So he doesn't swing at bullshit. Um, and that's what you don't expect that out of 21-year-old, especially in the playoffs against the number one seed, the Orioles. So. Uh, again, I mean, I think the Orioles may have gotten a little happy with uh, the fact that they won the division and they got that bye. And uh, I think we're going to see a real serious case. I think, honestly, Texas win- could win a game two and just go over to Texas and, you know, maybe the Orioles get one some way, somehow. But Yeah, I, I don't I can, think it'll be a clean sweep. I don't think that. I'd hope not, but, I mean, I, like I said, I think Texas is playing really good. you got to face Montgomery today. Who's been unbelievable. Who's been, who's been oh, my God, God dude. damn. Talk about a fucking great pickup for them at the trade deadline. I mean, this guy might be the guy that, you know, helps solidify you. And getting, it's his contract year, so he's about to get paid. Uh-huh. People going to show, he's going to show people that he can, you know, what he can really do, so... I'm trying to go back to do 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 game one against uh, Tampa against Bay. Tampa Bay. Yeah, trying down. to trying to pull up his box score real quick again because I know the dude. I just had it too. Yeah, Montgomery seven innings pitched, gave up six hits with five Ks, no runs, no walks, no runs and no walks. You got to face this guy game two. I get it, you're at home, but I mean, I don't know that that phases him. Obviously, he did no. it in Tampa. I mean, I, that's not a big thing with no fans over there. You know what I mean? I think it also helps that he's been on the Yankees the last couple of years, so he's faced Tampa. He's faced the Orioles. He's seen all these guys a lot. That is also very he true. Knows, I mean, yeah, he doesn't know. Play, I mean, obviously, it doesn't matter playoff atmosphere in Tampa, but um, Camden Yard yesterday did show out, and there it was full, but he's been there. He's played at that field a lot. He knows the stadium. He knows the bullpen. He knows what the mound feels like. So I don't... That's why I don't – I mean, and don't get me wrong, Grayson Rodriguez has been pretty good for the Orioles. He, he's really figured it out since the All-Star break, but not as good as Jordan Montgomery. No, no. and you got to face Montgomery today, and then you got to turn around and face Nasty Nate on Wednesday in Texas. In Texas. Bro, I'm telling you, if anybody's got a chance of a sweep, it's going to be the Rangers. I mean, and I, I – it kind of just seems like their uh, – not their bullpen, their offense has figured it out again. I mean, they went cold there those last – that last like month of regular season baseball, but I, it kind of seems like they kind of figured it out. They yep. whatever what they were doing at the beginning of the year, they are doing it again, and they're popping off everybody: Marcus Simeon, Corey Seager, Mitch Garver, Dolis Garcia, um, Evan Carter, Jonah Heim, Nathaniel Lowe, everyone, Jung. I mean, all these guys, top to bottom. Ball. Yeah, top to bottom, they all hit. I'm telling you, the only thing that worries me is that bullpen. In a five-game series, I do think they'll be fine. They can get away with it. But when you got to play seven games and you got to rely on these guys to throw, you know, every day, every other day, uh, yeah, that's what worries me a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I 100% agree with you. I mean, obviously, you'll kind of, like you said, the bullpen came in yesterday. They did a really good job. Um, doing what they needed to do there. Let me pull up this again because I think I don't think their bullpen gave up a run either, right? So, no. Well, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. Earned runs. Well, Dunning uh, gave up one. Haney gave up one, and Dunning gave up one. And then after that, it was uh, you know shut down baseball. There wasn't a whole lot going on. They gave up one more hit after that. Aroldis Chapman just walked a couple people, which was what his problem is. You know, eventually people catch up to his 99 now that isn't as amazing as it used to be when he first came up, and I don't know that he's realized that yet. But Yeah, so I definitely think things can get pretty bad for Baltimore. Um, it's not it's not set up great for them. It's really not, um, especially with how Jordan Montgomery has been throwing the ball. So they really got to come out and fucking make them work. 
Yeah. If they don't win tonight, I see them getting swept on Wednesday. I can see it. I yeah. can see it. That's not crazy. Yeah. If they don't win tonight, they especially get swept with how on Especially because Nasty Nate's throwing how Nasty Nate throws in the playoffs. Yep. Yeah. They got Some way, somehow, they got to figure out how to get past Montgomery. Hope if, if he goes six, seven strong innings again, you're you're probably in a heap of trouble. Yep. I agree. With that kind of a lineup and everything going on like that, it's uh hard not to not hard not to see you know what i mean right and then you got your last series man i mean the dodger or uh the astros and the twins uh the score yesterday was six to four they showed a little life at the end they did show a little bit of life at the end and they both had nine hits problem was you ran into justin verlander you know what i mean I don't know how he can, how he's still doing it. Man. Dude's like, well, dude's what, forty years old now? Something like that. He's younger than Kershaw. I can tell you that. I mean, he's. Or I he, mean, older than Kershaw. My bad. Yeah, I mean, the dude's old, but he comes out and he just deals six innings, four hits, three walks, six Ks. And see, this is another one of those situations where we talked about Barrios. I mean, dude gave up three walks and still no runs. Like, it well, and and it's just having. Dusty look, Baker. Look, I was about to say, look at his manager. Yeah, Dusty having, Baker's having, been around the block or two. Yeah. I'm sure he looks at analytics. I'm sure he looks at spreadsheets. You know, but matchup. He's a, he's but a he's old a school, field goal. Old school yeah. field guy. You know what I mean? He's I an old school, like, why am I going to take him out even though it's telling me the third time through the lineup they're probably going to jump on him if he's stealing right now? Why yeah. would I do that? Why? Yeah. No. So, yeah, he fucking, I mean, the Ash, uh, I'm not going to say it, but the Astros, this is their fucking time to play baseball. This is when they know how to fucking turn it up. The Astros look scary, dude. Yardon Alvarez oh. looks like this guy is a machine. Like he, like he was literally built in a lab somewhere. I don't know how you pitched him. They brought in the lefty to post, supposedly get him And he still took him deep. deep. <laughs> he still took him deep, bro. <laughs> this guy has to be a machine that was created somewhere, and he's... Oh, I don't understand. I really do think he's the best hitter in baseball. I can, yeah. I mean, I don't. It's it's a very arguable statement there. I mean, you can definitely argue that all day, every day. Um, but yeah, the dude Jose Altuve does man. what he does. Jumps first on that pitch, first pitch, fastball. first pitch, fucking home run See again, dude. These guys know what they're doing and they know how to play this time of year. Yep. Um, Jose Jose Abreu is going to be my guy to watch this year. Does he step up? I don't know that he's really been in a situation like this, being that he was on the White Sox. Yeah, on the White Sox forever. You know what I mean? Now he's finally put in a situation where you're you're here. You have you have to, uh, you know, provide on this team that's got a, a legit chance to win another World Series. I just think the fact that I'm gonna that the Astros are going to another American League champion series is fucking insane. There, I really do think they're the, like a very completed team. Their lineup is good enough. Their starting rotation is enough. Their bullpen's really good. Brian Abreu, their setup man, their eighth inning Unreal. guy usually. Unreal. His last two postseasons, he's been uh, 12 and two-thirds, zero earned runs, 22 strikeouts in the last two postseasons. And in the reg- in the last two seasons, he has 132 innings pitch with a 1.8 ERA. So he kind of is a human cheat code when it comes to coming out of the bullpen. He doesn't really get touched up at all. Yeah, and then Brian Pre- is it Brian Presley, right? Brian Presley. Brian Presley. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a legit closer that you've seen for a couple years now over there with Houston. He's ha- he's held that position for a while now, and I mean, he's still continuing to do what he does. But I mean, yeah, this is going to be a real good series. I mean, but like I said, both teams came out yesterday with nine hits. I mean, the the Twins are still playing really good baseball too. I mean, yeah, and and today's matchup, um, for Amber starting for for the Astros, but Pablo st- Lopez. Pablo Lopez is starting for the Twins, and I, I really like Pablo Lopez over Framber simply because 
Framber this year, is, uh, he struggled. He yeah, struggled a lot. I was going to say, Framber has struggled, and Pablo Lopez looked really good game one of that wild card series. Yeah, he looked really good. Um, again, I think if Framber – but it's also one of those things, you know, like Barrios. Framber, you're going to see early, he's either on or he's off. He's either all over the place or he's dialed in. He's either going to throw you that curveball that gets the inside corner on the right-handed batter or he's going to be all over the place. It's You see it quickly with him. Well, not only that, but is he locating that changeup he's got too because right. he's got a good one. And then when he's locating fastball, locating changeup, um, yeah, he's really hard to hit. Yeah. Um, so, again, I think you're going to see it early with Framber. Um, but Pablo Lopez looked really good. So that's why I th- I'm not you know quick to say the Twins are going to lose, but – I, mean, I think I think Houston I think Houston is too much still I think uh I think you I think the Twins can win one with either Pablo Lopez or Sonny Gray that's why I do give the series 5 I don't give it or 4 I mean I don't I, give it 5 Yeah I agree I think it's because I think it comes down to their offense I think their pitching and bullpen kind of evens out for the most part but I think I just think uh Houston's offense is just way better or all Jordan and Kyle Tucker and Bregman and Michael Brantley Jr and I mean, they're just they're just a much better team offensively than a Castro and Farmer and Jeffers and yeah. Julian and Kepler and Royce Lewis Polanco. Yeah, I I agree one hundred percent. I mean, that's why I still think Houston's going to be good. I still think Houston, um, like I said, Houston and four for me. Um, and then uh, I do see a Houston. I see a Houston Rangers uh, ALCS. Uh, yeah, Houston Rangers ALCS. What? I mean, how many years would that be in a row for Houston? I swear to God, they've been in it since, like, 2017. Let's see, ALCS. Um, yeah. And then who do you got for the... Uh, so, yeah, I also I also have Texas in, and... Uh, Texas and Houston for the ALCS. Ooh, or Texas the, uh, for the ALCS, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, all Texas ALCS. And, all Texas. and then I got the Phillies and the Dodgers obviously going in uh, for the NLCS over there. So I got that series there. And that's going to be a hell of a series too if, if it goes out that way. Oof, God, I really hope it's Philly. I really, really hope it's Philly um, that comes out of that. It's hard to say Atlanta, but no, I, I do think I'm staying with Philly. I've been high on them since the playoffs started. I think they got hot at the right time and then – them taking game one in Atlanta off made a statement yeah so I agree I, I'm gonna agree with you on both of those but yeah Houston 2020 2022 2021 2020 2019 2018 2017 the last time they didn't make the American League Champion Series was 2016 goes to show you man the American League goes <laughs> through Houston crazy man the American League still goes through Houston yep Yep. They've got it figured out over there. They've got they've got a dynasty really kind of put together over there, um, and I can definitely see them winning another ring this year. If it doesn't happen this year, I can see them probably winning another one again next I mean, year. Yeah, they're they're really fucking good. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, man, it's gonna be great to watch. Very very fun. Any last hot takes for you there, Carlos? Uh, no, my hot take. I think I've said it this whole podcast. Go Phils. I I'm high on the Phillies this year. I really do believe they have a chance of um, not only taking it taking out the Atlanta Braves, the team that everybody had winning the World Series since April, but honestly making the World Series. I think they get past whoever comes out of the Diamondbacks and Dodgers. I do. I agree as well. I believe uh, I believe we see a uh, Houston-Philly World Series as much as uh, I would love to see a Houston Rangers or a yeah. Philly Rangers World Series. Um, I just don't think the Rangers will have enough uh, to get past Houston. 
unfortunately. I agree. I mean, Houston just knows how to fucking win ball games. It's, I mean, it's unbelievable what they do every Especially October. Especially this time of year. It's unbelievable yeah. what they do every October. Especially this time of year. Well, we appreciate all of you guys again. Uh, stay tuned. We'll keep you guys updated with what's going on here. We'll be posting out a couple more episodes here a little bit more regularly with the playoffs going on. So, once again, we appreciate all of you guys. Carlos, any last words? Yeah, there? go Phils. Let's go. Said.